1: Season 2 episode 27 starts now Welcome to the show, I'm your host Brandon Davis Joined today by Aaron Perine. Did something happen? Why are we all here this morning? I don't know, what's <laughs> up Brandon? Good morning oh, Always good to see you Aaron <laughs> Just another casual Wednesday Nothing right. big going on here you know. Just uh, just whatever, sipping my coffee Trying to find something to talk about
2: <sighs> what, what's this?
3: Good morning, hello, <laughs> hello <laughs>
1: Good morning, uh, West Coasters. Look at them rising up early every Wednesday. The the, our Thor episode, by the way, which has been a great success. Thank you to everybody who's downloaded and listened and watched that video. We filmed that early in the morning for the West Coaster. So I want to give another thank you to Aaron and Jamie for being with us on the morning of Thor's release. All right. They were up bright Worth and early. Uh, Jenna Anderson is here.
4: Hey, everybody. This is going to be quite an episode. I, I am so excited for whatever this is going to be.
1: And amazing. we also have an absolute legend back on the show, Neves. Neves, welcome Hello. back to Zero. Thank Bro, you for oh, having me
5: back. Look at that shirt. You got the, is that like official Mitzvah? Yes. 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 I got the thing. I, my last name is the same last name as Kamala Khan. So this is the letter K in Arabic. So I was like, I when we learned that, I was like, I got to get this. I got to rep it. That's amazing. And you've
1: been calling yeah. that out too since the first episode. That, yeah, that, yeah. Ever since they showed the necklace that they
5: were going to make the letter of her name, the, the logo on the, on the, on the superhero suit. Yeah, no, I was just editing a video and I just saw her fidgeting with it. And I was like, that looks a lot like her symbol. And I was like, oh, that's what they're going to do. And I got really excited. Yeah, dude. So Neves. also, I want to
1: point out, needs has been busy. Needs has been keeping busy. That's not only cr- creating content on TikTok, on social media, at Watch With Needs. if you're not following, go do that. But dude, you, were out, you were on a national promo yeah. for-
5: with Disney on it. Oh my god, I like I'm going to cry like probably four times this episode, but yeah, what happened was uh, at last minute, they wanted to promote Miss Marvel. So there's a brand called localish that's owned by Disney and ABC. And they said, Oh, we need to make a promo for Miss Marvel. And what we want to do is we want to go around all the places that are referenced in the show and in the comics in Jersey city. And I live right by Jersey city. So I took them around. I told them, this is why this is uh, relevant. This is why this is relevant. And then I was like, you know what? Um, would it be okay if I brought my niece? Cause my niece is a big Miss Marvel fan. She's 10 years old. And like, she told me it was the best day of her life. I got so many cool Aww. uncle points. It was in national television. It was on uh, eight states on ABC uh, ABC News, and uh, it's online. And it's three minutes long, and it just gives you like a whole like, we went to the mosque, we went to the high school, we went to the Indian street with the with the food. Uh, it was a really cool commercial that we filmed. Uh, it was I loved it.
1: That's amazing, absolutely. That's
3: awesome. That's wow. so
1: cool. That's so cool. If, if you don't mind me asking, what part of Jersey are you from?
5: If you're, you don't have to answer that. We can talk after the show if you want. <laughs> sure, sure. No, so so I am from Seacaucus, but I work in Jersey City. So I'm the next town over. So it's literally just like, like I walk for 10 minutes and I'm in Jersey City.
1: Oh, uh, okay. I grew up in Freehold. Else oh, like, nice. Yeah, yeah, Right by Six Flags and everything. But now we're down here in Nashville, so. <laughs> oh, uh, nice.
3: Born in Tom's River right here. Oh. Yes! yes! What? Uh, I I used to go to a
1: skate park in Tom's River all the time. That's where I was born, yeah. It took us a year and a half of doing Phase 0 together to find (laughs) out we're all. (laughs) Lots of Jersey
2: pride this episode. Lots of Jersey pride.
5: (laughs) What's your time in New Jersey, Aaron?
2: Oh, Uh I lived in Newark for three years.
5: Oh, I grew up in Newark. I lived in the Ivy Hill buildings. Do you know Uh, where the uh, Ivy No buildings are?
2: Yup. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, man. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of Jersey.
4: All right, Jen. I, I have never <laughs> been to New Jersey, so I am the Whoa. all out in
3: this scenario. We gotta fix that.
4: <laughs> I know, <Wow>. no kidding.
1: <laughs> wow. The comment section is love in the jersey love too. Monmouth County representing. Let's go. All right, all right. <laughs> we got a big We gotta get back to the marvel of it all. Uh, it's going to be a marvelous episode. We're going to start with MCU news. And in the second half of the show, you know how we like to do it. We like to talk spoilers for whatever episode dropped. And there's so much Marvel that almost every week, it seems like a new episode of something is here. We're about to be in a little bit of a drought, like for one Wednesday, we're not going to have anything. And then we're going to have San Diego Comic-Con on Saturday. So it's like, okay, we can, we can get through that Wednesday. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week, but we'll cross that bridge. And then I think we're going to, we're still trying to figure it out. but The plan is to do a bonus episode of phase zero after the San Diego Comic-Con panel. I'm just. saying, There is so much coming at the Comic Con panel. We we are going to have a lot to talk <laughs> about. Um, I, there there is so much coming at that panel. Uh, we're 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 going to figure out a way. Uh, Jenna and I will be at Comic Con. Jamie, I don't know. Are you
3: coming down to Comic Con? No, no. Uh,
1: fine whatever all right uh, yeah because
3: i was like please don't let me go to comic-con is what i said <laughs> well, maybe I,
1: i'm i might try to talk you and aaron into driving down and just sit in the studio with us and record that would be that could be the first phase zero episode ever in person with the four of us that would i'm just best, yeah. I, I don't even know if we have like the the literal like equipment Psychology. to pull that off <laughs> but if we do i'm gonna i'm gonna annoy you guys to try to make it happen uh, anyway, um all right so we're going to get to the news, and then we're going to get to Miss Marvel. A lot to talk about, and that's why we have Neebs here as well, so we can learn more about it and celebrate everything that Miss Marvel represented and also just talk about the Marvel of it all. Um, we're going to start with the news, and uh, Jamie's going to kick us off.
3: Oh, man. So, apparently, uh, according to The Ringer vs. Uh, Joanna Robinson, uh, Thor Love and Thunder had a two-hour runtime mandate. So, it says a bunch of characters were cut uh, as a result of a studio-mandated uh, two-hour runtime max, which is just bizarre. I have a hard time believing that. Like, of course, it's like written down and it's said to be true. But like, I just like refuse to acknowledge this as reality. Uh, I will tell you guys, I saw Thor again this weekend and I liked it less the second time. I still like it. There's nothing I dislike. I mean, I like everything. That's like my whole brand. Uh, But I liked it less. And learning this information made me angry. I'm like ticked off about this. What do you guys think?
1: I'm with you. I'm fully with you. I've watched it three times and each time I've liked it less. The first two times I had an absolute bunch of fun. The third time I watched it opening night in an IMAX theater that was like 75% full and the crowd was kind of cold. There wasn't a lot of laughing. I found myself being like, wow, I laughed at these last time. Nobody here is laughing. Is it just contagious? Uh, And I just, the, the plot holes and stuff become a bit more glaring. I still like the first two times I watched it, I had a blast and I stand by the movies, a ton of fun. Hearing this though, I'm like, man, y'all took a movie that could have been here. You just put it here.
4: I completely agree. I, I'm glad that Jamie and I are kind of in the same boat about like hearing certain things about this movie kind of tamp like it kind of puts a dampen on like what I actually do like about the movie even just going from the press screening to opening night the amount of interviews and quotes and stuff where I was just like this is making me like this movie less I the two-hour runtime thing does not surprise me in the grand scheme of things I think I wouldn't be surprised if it is more like comprehensive than we realized I think we didn't really notice it with multiverse of madness because Sam Raimi usually delivers very short movies I'm very curious to see how this affects Wakanda forever because if it also comes in around two hours then we will kind of realize like oh this is a mandate and that's going to be very interesting especially considering how much that movie has to cover
3: oh we will make so much money it was three hours i just don't understand
2: yeah Yeah. Endgame game also costs a lot more than these movies though right like i think that that's one of the things like dancing under the surface of all this is definitely there seem to be some different decision makers in the room for here for phase four it seems that there are certain things like when you have Feige say what he said about the trailers on the red carpet for Multiverse of Madness and all of us just worrying about them doing those differently, the runtime stuff. There's clearly some sort of transition or like sort of, you know, some growing pains here, but I don't know. Uh, It's unfortunate because Taika said we're not getting a director's cut. So I don't know (laughs) what we're going to do. I don't think we're ever going to see, the Etree, or didn't they say a Jeff Goldblum films and stuff this yeah. too, mm-hmm. and the Sif stuff, you know. all all that's lost the time. We're gonna have to get weird, late stage VFX leaks two years from now, and everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, this should have been in there." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you mentioned the VFX. I think maybe like the two-hour
1: runtime feels like maybe that's an assumption, whereas it might just be that VFX shots couldn't get done in time. Like, yeah. is that possible? Mm-hmm. I also happen. think
4: that's part of it. Yeah.
1: Cause it seems like these VFX artists are not exactly happy after their experiences being pushed and pushed and pushed to meet these deadlines, which sound to be damn near impossible to meet. Uh, and maybe, maybe just maybe building out Sakar or creating the E-tree as a giant dwarf effect. Couldn't get on Nividelier nonetheless. Mm. Uh, like I just, Jenna pointed it out and I thought more about it. One scene with E-tree would have really Added so much new perspective to the movie of him learning about the Bifrost, killing Eitri, showing that he's a butcher, he's willing to kill people, adds tension, adds stakes. And that's why he's after Thor specifically, because he wants the axe, would have changed the movie, but it wasn't
5: there. Nibs, what did you think of Thor Love and Thunder? So I'm in the opposite camp. I actually liked it more the second time around because the first time around I had really high expectations because I was going in there expecting uh, Thor Ragnarok and I was like, "Huh, this is this is different." Uh, but then when I went watched it the second time around without expectations, I enjoyed it a lot more. So I only watched it two times, but I think the first time you got to go in with the right expectations. That makes all the difference.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, if you go in having a good time. And I felt I said on last last week's show I went into Ragnarok expecting a bit more of a serious Thor and ended up not liking it as much as everyone else does. Even though I like Ragnarok, I'm not a crazy person, <laughs> but after accepting that Thor is basically a comedian, I had a blast watching this. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, man, there's some, there's some, stuff that could have made this better. All right. Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio. They are back for the echo series. They're going to be united together again for the first time since 2018 Daredevil season three. Hold on. Let's all act surprised. <laughs> Because we kind of like, this is kind of like this unspoken thing that everybody has kind of known, I think. Uh, and there's like other stuff very similar to this, which is also unspoken. And that's all the closest I'll come to speaking of it. But it's very exciting. I hope the Echo series is good. I thought I found Echo to be a very interesting character. So uh, like, I think um Lockwood Cox did a great job as Echo in Hawkeye. I think that character's one of the more interesting things to come out of that. I mean, Kate Bishop, we're going to talk about in a second was amazing, but uh, Maya Lopez and her story and her father and her relationship with Kingpin, like that all sounds pretty cool to me. Now we're getting Kingpin, Daredevil, and possibly Jessica Jones uh, in this series. And I'm like, okay, I'm on board. I, I, I I hope it doesn't take too much away from Echo. But at the same time, I'm like, it's Daredevil. I kind of, I kind of want a lot of Daredevil. So it's like, I don't know what to want. It's too much. It actually is too much. We'll talk about that on a later show. Uh, anybody have thoughts on this?
4: I agree with you. I think it's the thing, as long as it doesn't like dwarf her story, I think it'll be Mm -hmm. fine. I'm already just dreading inevitable discourse once the show comes out of like the Mephisto principle of everyone being like, Oh my god, is this the week that we're gonna get King and Daredevil? And then eventually when we do them, it'll suit the story in a really interesting way, but it probably will not please everybody. So I'm dreading that aspect of it. But I'm very happy that they're back. And I'm curious to see how they fold into the story.
3: Yeah, my thing is, they're already getting, we know they're coming back for a show, their mm-hmm. own show. Like, that's a fact. I'm way more interested in just Echo. I rewatched Hawkeye yesterday, and I'm like, I am so stoked for her. I really love that character. There's so much to work with. It's cool they're going to be there, but that's not why I'll be tuning in. They're just like a nice little bonus that that I'm like, great, I could take relief. leave.
2: Yeah, uh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I, after watching Miss Marvel, not to tip my hand, I hope our native brothers and sisters and cousins all get the same opportunity with this series. I, I really do. I, I know everybody, y'all, I, everybody love, I, we all love Charlie Cox and his hairy biceps. We all do. We all love him. <laughs> we all do. But uh, we, we I, I would really, I'm like, whoo, I hope Alaco Cox gets a chance to show like everything that she can do, because her story is so crazy. Her story is so just inspiring to me personally. So I don't know. Um, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Need any thoughts on this? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it's a, it's a double-edged sword, right? Cause I
5: really don't want them announcing all of these like cameos and stuff. Cause it takes away from these people's stories. Uh, but then you have like Miss Marvel, which had low viewership and then they like, they didn't have anything to pull people. Right. Like they, there was no Oscar Isaac or anybody like that to pull people in. So like, I, it's like a double-edged sword. If you don't tell anybody about these cameos and stuff like that, they won't tune in. But like, if you do, it kind of takes the story away because everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, when's he coming in? Is it gonna be this episode? Is it gonna be that episode?" Um, so I, it's, it's hard, man. Cause like, I, if we can, if everyone supports it, then we don't need to like ruin it with all of these like uh, cameos and leaks. Yeah, I'm curious
1: how big of a role they'll have. Like, is Daredevil, is Kingpin going to be part of the marketing campaign? Are they gonna be in the trailers? Because in that case, it's like, okay, that's fine. If they're gonna be in the majority of the episodes and actually substantial supporting characters. All right, you you can you know tell us it's not a surprise that they show up right. in episode four, like Kingpin showed up in the last five minutes of Hawkeye for some kind of crazy skin made of Kevlar sequence uh, that he didn't have in the first in the Netflix shows. But if they're p- big supporting players, it's like yeah, okay, if you're going to market them, all right. If it's a if it's a surprise, I don't want to know. But right. uh, Yeah. Uh, but it's also interesting because Marvel doesn't Marvel wasn't the ones releasing this. It was Deadline, I think, who ran this story or THR. It was Deadline. Sorry, I'm THR. not. It was thr okay. See, it was thr. I hope sorry for if I miscredited. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm in that same boat. I, I, it's 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 interesting because Miss Marvel's viewership isn't great, but they did have the surprise cameo at the end mm-hmm. where we all kind of like thought about it. WandaVision, we all were like, "Oh, are we going to get a cameo every week?" And then we yeah. didn't. Start Doctor Strange, but the, yeah, it's interesting. Um,
2: all right uh aaron's got some for us okay from the world of iron heart and wakanda forever which i feel like we are probably going to get some more information about very very soon uh alden Ehrenrich uh has been cast and there's a rumor from the illuminati that says that they're playing a character who is a family member of a previous mcu villain and you can derive what you want from that um information. I'm excited to see what they do. The promotional materials of me and Jenna's theory of crab rangoon is undefeated <laughs> for the last three years. If you if there is merch of a property, it will end up on the internet before they intend for us to see it. So I'm excited for more Ironheart stuff. What do you think of uh this rumor that he's playing the um Family member of a previous villain.
4: <laughs> I love how vague you're you're being with it. I think it's really great. I am so excited for this. Like this is I, I this is like one of the most recent MCU castings where I've just been like, hell yes, I am so happy that this person is now in this universe. I think Alden did such a good job in solo. I think you have problems with that movie, but he is not one of those problems. And he is just a great actor. I, I was one of like 12 people who watched the brave new world TV show that he was on and he did a great job there. So I'm, I'm very excited. And it, and if he's playing a character who we all think he's playing, that's going to be much fun.
1: It's great in Hail Caesar.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised by his solo performance. So I'm, I'm in, that's all I'll say about that.
1: I'm going to say this <laughs> quietly. Hopefully none of you hear me. I haven't seen solo.
3: Really? Wow! Oh, that could be Ooh. a fun something. We, we should fun. do something like we should somehow make that a thing.
1: Richard, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about it actually because I'm really still in a Star Wars moment. Like I have like a a, a thirst for more Star Wars, so mm. maybe it's my it time.
3: T- it took me a couple viewings to to really come around to it, but I I have come around to it immensely. Wow. All right. The all chat right. is just losing their mind right
4: now. Yeah, like
2: yeah, everybody's <laughs> like, I don't want to even I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> while while BD does his uh Ashley Simpson dance to distract us all from him not seeing that movie, uh <laughs> Haley Steinfeld's supposed to be back for multiple projects in the MCU. Uh, Variety says they don't know where, but she's going to be in multiple projects. So that is exciting. We all want more of Hawkeye. Um I'm trying to think, wasn't there another report that someone else was supposed to be in like multiple projects too? this is becoming like the default phrasing where it's like we don't want to let you know what show or movies they will pop up in, but they'll be around. I mean, Young Avengers, right?
4: Yeah.
2: West
1: Coast Avengers. Yeah. Maybe even Thunderbolts. I don't really know how she fits into Thunderbolts, Mm. but like, yeah, that is the new default. Like, yeah, you signed a contract Mm. with Marvel. They have you forever.
2: Multiple <laughs> undisclosed projects.
3: <laughs> I'm so excited, though. I just want her and Florence Pugh to have their own movie. That's just the two of them, uh, yeah. so badly. Uh, that's my that's my dream. And uh, whether or not I get that dream, it doesn't matter because I'm allowed to have dreams.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the two of them and Valkyrie Sword. That's right. Yeah. In one movie together,
4: for <laughs> the first time. Ever. We would be so lucky. <laughs>
1: No one is surprised.
4: No. <laughs> Absolutely, she's, no. she's
1: going to be yeah. a staple. leaves
4: any
5: any thoughts on uh, on Kate Bishop? Any way you want to see her pop up? Uh, I would definitely want to see her interact with Miss Marvel. I think even Imanta, that was her number one pick that she would want to interact with. And like, it doesn't even have to be a show; they could just go to Comic Con together, and I would watch it. I don't even need action. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that. I
1: feel like that's the kind of stuff that I feel like. Like those were. We're going to talk about this later, but the the Miss Marvel moments that were just about Kamala being like a kid and being, you know, those are my favorite parts of the show. So the, the opportunity to see other heroes doing that kind of stuff. Like one of, my, one of the like scenes that really started to solidify Falcon and Winter Soldier was like Sam Wilson and his family trying to get alone, you know, stuff like that. So it's like yeah. you know the, the the non-superhero moments have been really interesting on the Disney Plus show. So yeah, Kate Bishop and and Kamala at Avengers Con would be <laughs> pretty
3: cool. <laughs> um, all right, Jamie. Oh boy. Okay. So uh, Ken himself, Ryan Gosling, uh, has said (laughs) that he wants to be Ghost Rider. He told uh, Josh Horowitz that he's not Nova, but wants to be Ghost Rider. This is very funny to me um, for multiple reasons. First of all, his longtime partner is Eva (laughs) Mendez, who is in Ghost Rider of Nick Cage. Um, And I think, and and that's funny to me, um, that I'm sure she's like, no, get Ghost Rider out of my life. Um, (laughs) But um, I I am Love Me Some Gosling. Uh, I'm not really about this. Uh, I'm still holding out hope that uh gabriel luna is gonna come back uh, i'm still ticked off that hulu canceled that show y'all know uh i got i'm repping agents of shield today that you know you know how i feel i don't have to get into it um so i mean <laughs> give me gosling anywhere but I- i'm i'm not about this ghostwriter business what do you guys think
1: just glad he's not nova so i still can delusionally hope
2: you know <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. This is an elaborate smoke screen. That's why Brandon wants y'all to tune in on Saturday. They're gonna announce yeah. Brandon on Saturday. That's what's gonna
1: happen. <laughs> try it out there. Yeah. Phase Zero and you'll get the first reaction from
2: Nova.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that might be a conflict of interest of some sort. I would never leave Phase Zero to go play Nova. Like, come on.
3: <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> I, I believe
1: it. I that. Oh, I lied to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Ryan Gosling is Ghost Rider, though. Whatever, man. Gabriel Luna was a great Ghost Rider. Like, give him some more do before you before we even get to anybody else. Is my opinion. And then there's also Norman Reedus, who'd be good for it too. Oh yeah.
4: And we're forgetting Nick Cage. Like, the multiverse exists. If we ever wanted to bring in Nick Cage, we could definitely do so. I know Thank Jamie is very nice by that. I am just surprised. Like, I, I, this man is like one of the default fan casts for any white superhero guy. And so, yep. like, the fact that he, like, personally is like the ghostwriter is the one that he's interested in, I would have never bet on that in a million years. So, I find that interesting. I don't know if I necessarily want to see it happen, but I, I can see the vision. I like that he's intrigued by that character.
1: I just feel like, like if you're Ryan Gosling and you want to play a superhero, like you, you, like you get to just say, like go in and be like, "Hey, can I play this guy?" Right? Like at that point, because that, that's how I imagined it anyway. I imagine if like Gosling wants to talk to Feige, like he gets to at least get in contact with Feige and be like, "Hey, man, what do you got? I want to be a superhero," and they at least listen to him. That's what The Rock did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly.
4: What I heard with Blade, apparently. So
3: the what? Mm, nice. Yeah. I
1: didn't hear what you said.
4: No, when when Mahershala Ali like apparently walked into Marvel and was like, "I want to be Blade," and then that's how the Blade movie happens. So, yeah, Stranger Things have definitely happened with that.
3: He was like, "Here are my two Oscars." Uh, (laughs) 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 All
1: right, we got one more topic here before we move on to Miss Marvel.
4: Yes. So, um, She-Hulk director Kat Coiro did an interview with SFX magazine. That entire interview, I've been seeing snippets of it on She-Hulk Twitter all morning, and it is just I'm writhing at the information it is giving. But so this quote in particular, she was commenting on the CGI and kind of the response to the CGI, and she had said that they used a mix of like practical and CGI, and that it was a really long process of developing it. And she said, "quote It really is taking the design and asking, are we getting those facial expressions and those nuances of reaction? That is where all of the time comes into." play, just really honing it in. I think a lot of the reactions have to do with the fact that she is so different than anything we've seen. When you think of Thanos or Hulk, they have a gristliness and a bulkiness to them that is just so different. And when you see that little pop of her, it's almost shocking because we haven't seen it before. I'm glad that she said this. I agree with it. I feel bad that like she and the team were almost kind of expecting a mixed response to the trailer um, because obviously the CGI is not finished. It won't be until the show actually premieres. So I'm glad that she said what she did because I agree. I think it's like having the main protagonist of a show be a CGI character for huge parts of it is this big new thing. And I get how a lot of the general audience might not be prepared for that. So what do you all think about it?
1: I hope it's still being honed in on because it doesn't really look great in the trailers. There's no there's no really way around that. Some parts of it look better than others. Some parts of it actually looked pretty sharp. Some parts of it didn't. But like we said already on the show, it's like, well, we knew it's a CGI character. So, you know, is that going to ruin your experience with the show? Hopefully not. I don't think it'll ruin my experience, but I know my experience would be enhanced if it looked better, I guess, is the really only way to put that for me.
3: I just don't care. I, I, you know, (laughs) like, (laughs) like I don't really like CGI stuff anyway. I'm a practical effects girl, but that's not what Marvel is. And I've gotten used to that over the last decade. Plus to So it's like whatever they're going to give me I'm going to enjoy, it's Tatiana Maslane In Marvel, I don't, she could be Literally like have all the balls on her uh, <laughs> and, and I would still be thrilled So whatever, I don't care I, don't I feel like if Groot
1: looked like, like Not great Or Thanos looked not great That would have detracted from Guardians 1 And that would have, you know, Infinity War and Endgame Would have been harder to land and there is no debate that Thanos and and Groot, to me at least, Thanos and Groot both looked better than She-Hulk looked in the trailer. I don't know what it's going to look like in the final show. I hope it looks better. And I'm sure they're, they're still working on it, so hopefully it does. But for me, it's like, eh, whatever. I mean, it's not going to ruin the show for me, but it would be better if it looked better.
5: Niamh, you got any thoughts? I think there is like a limit to where it goes. Like There's like a, like a curve. Like It's like, oh, the special effects are great, 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 great. And then when it gets to the point where it's distracting... That's when it's kind of like, oh, no, I wish They did better, but, like, it doesn't have to be amazing To me, because the story is not about the special effect It's not Avatar, it's like, you know It's a law show, basically suits with superheroes
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll see, I, I'm excited For She-Hulk, we're, we're, oh, never mind Actually, I can't say that um, <laughs> oh, Last thing <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, Lots of Emmy nominations For Marvel, Moon Knight, Loki What? Uh, uh, what If, and what was the other show? Hawkeye. Got a whole oh, bunch God. of animations. We're not going to rattle them all off. I think it's like 100,000 between them. <laughs> uh, uh, including Best Animated Series for What If, which
2: yeah
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like that's the kind of biggest one uh, other than Mm -hmm. chadwick which is exciting to hear but like all the live action shows they only got really on the technical side i mean none of the actors are nominated the shows aren't nominated for like best limited series or whatever um and i was surprised that oscar isaac didn't get nominated but in that same category he got nominated for scenes from marriage and i have not seen that yet but i am sure i'm not gonna i find it unlikely he wasn't somehow better in that show. So once I watch that, I'll have a better idea. But the thing about like, I can't be disappointed by any of this because I'm none of the shows were as good as WandaVision. And I think that was the only one that really did deserve to sweep the board. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I said it and I'm not ashamed of what I said, <laughs> it, but I. I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but um but I am glad that they're getting any kind of recognition and that um and because they did de- all the ones they got I think were deserved. Um and for the most part I think this was a pretty good Emmys year. Um uh, I've got some stuff to see in terms of limited series but uh, I'm pretty hyped about it.
1: Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick 1 minute break and when we come back we're going to talk about spoilers for Miss Marvel. The whole season is on the table now and uh, if you haven't watched it yet you're gonna—I don't know—I don't know what you're doing. There's some—there's some big stuff out there. Be careful. <laughs> See you in a minute. Welcome back to phase zero season two episode 27. This is the Miss Marvel season finale spoilers portion of the show. Shout out to our massive YouTube audience today. I think this is the largest live audience we've had on YouTube since launching the YouTube channel. We love you for it. Subscribe to the channel Cross 4000 subscribers. Uh, this week, we really started rolling and hitting some, hitting some uh, good rhythm and And momentum on the channel, and uh, we have an exclusive interview with some Miss Marvel folks tomorrow that Jenna is going to be doing, which is going to be on the channel later this week. You're not going to want to miss it, but right now you're going to hear from us all about Miss Marvel season finale, reactions all around. Jenna, you're at the top of the screen. What did you think of the finale and the show as a whole?
4: Oh boy! So I I enjoy the finale so much. I there like there are things that I have issues with. There are things that I'm confused about. We will get into the specifics of that later. But there were so many moments that delivered exactly what I wanted. The finale did to, to deliver. I still think there's a lot of the middle portion of this show that, as great as individual components of it are. I feel like the strongest bits have been when she is in Jersey city with her family and with her friends. And I think that's where the show has really shined. And so getting to have that be the finale was really great. Um, like I said, this delivered on a lot of levels. This still feels like the most TV show show that they put out so far. So having the finale be so good feels on par with that.
3: Jamie, Oh boy, what a sweet, sweet, wholesome television program. Um, I just <laughs> I just love the family and community aspect of the show so much. And it really I just love how well her family reacted to the news. It was just so sweet and that they instantly became supportive. Her mom remains my favorite character on the show. And it was such an added layer for her final fight, you know to have her parents watching and just like their faces and their fear and but they're still supporting what she's doing. I just thought all of that was very beautiful. Like Jenna said, I have a couple like little nitpicky issues. Um, I would have liked to have seen those boys have they get out of that explosion. Uh, you know, just <laughs> give me like a little bit of tension because like it does feel like TV. And so to jump ahead like that, I was like, oh, I wanted a little more. And then the the one girl Zoe, could have used her in like a middle episode just like forgot she existed. Um, <laughs> but, um, but overall, I just think the show was just, it's just different from anything they've done in a way that it just makes me feel happy. It just makes my heart happy. Um, and uh, you know, we'll talk about the big thing after the general reactions, but I got thoughts. Yeah. I got thoughts. You know, I do.
2: Aaron. Nebs, man. All right. So <laughs> you tweeted out earlier that a lot of people in your community felt like this was y'all black Panther. Mm-hmm. I want to let you know, that y'all are holding the torch now as far as the best representation on screen in this franchise, um, in this whole thing, because it was so warm. It was so like emotional in parts with her family. I really feel like I like knew these people. You know, I met these people before. I told the cast that I got a lot of laughs about joking <laughs> around about Madeline's being like the dude that hooked up my mama's router. And I feel like my aunts, like a lot of my aunts. Mm. There's a lot of overlap. There's a lot Mm. of overlap. So uh, whatever comes next, like if Captain Record 4, y'all notice, it better be like this. It better Mm -hmm. be taking plates to people for like 15 minutes of the movie. I'm out. I'm done. (laughs) Uh, I love I love so much about this show. I would like to thank Everybody that was like somewhat behind me when we did the rankings episode, you call me crazy for having this in the top half, because look at, look at, look at here. Look at that. Imagine that. It cashed out. We don't talk about those rankings anymore. I mean, listen, I had to win and lose. I had Morbius way too high and I had this just right. It's fine. It's fine. I enjoyed it. So yeah, I'm, I'm just very, I, I got most of everything I wanted out of this show. So that's cool. All right. Neves, what'd you think?
5: Oh man, I don't know where to begin, but like the stakes were really high for us, I think. Cause like this show wasn't just about like, oh, the superpowers or comic accuracy. The representation was just so important to this show and you had to know if it was going to pay off. And I really think they stuck the landing. I really do. And when people when I hear people say like, I love the family, I love the community. It literally feels like you're talking about my family and my community. Like it's so like, it's hard to like watch people say all these good things about the show and not take it personally. You're like, this is, this is us. This is how we are. This is what the Muslim community is. And like, there are scenes in here that like, I'm telling you, any Muslim who watched it would probably cry. Like when, uh, for example, when he goes, um, Oh, um, just because someone treats you as an enemy, doesn't mean that you have to treat them like an enemy. And like, I've never seen anyone show a Muslim imam character in that light in my entire life. And it's almost like, like we've experienced trauma for the last 20 years about how we've been represented. And this show was like healing for all of us. And like, I can't even describe how that feels. That's awesome. That's awesome. This, that's honestly
1: been, one like my one of my favorite parts of the show is the discourse and following you and seeing people who feel so seen and like for the first time represented in a way that like is a positive light makes them the superhero. It's like we haven't seen that before, especially on a stage like this. Uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I've ever seen that before. And I'm, uh, so uh, I mean, I hope I have, but this this feels like the the most well done I've ever seen it And hearing from you and hearing from other people on social media, it's been the most enjoyable part. I also I love the family. Like I love mm-hmm. the family I lo- and, and the fact that I love the family so much feels like they're doing that. Like that's another part of representation. Like the, the names they call each other, like the the names they mm-hmm. have for each other. I've learned about that. Like how people talk to each other in those households, stuff like that. The Like there's just the dynamic, the rules, why the mothers are so strict. Like the mm-hmm. fact that we went back to the partition and showed that on, on full display. Uh, and and I, I those were my favorite parts of the show. Overall, I thought it started really strong and ended pretty well, and in the middle kind of got like, I didn't really love the clandestine stuff. Um, I thought the villains were, were, you know, I think they were a weak part of the show, but the rest was strong enough for me to all enjoy Miss Marvel quite a bit, and I just think the 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 main characters and the cultural representation and the celebration of the cultural representation outside of the show, what I saw on social media, and what I've heard from you, has been really my favorite part of this whole, the past six weeks, so overall, I think Miss Marvel was, was good and enjoyable, and you know, it definitely feels like the most TV, like Jamie mm-hmm. said I think It just feels like a TV show Whereas the others felt like six hour movies Just with kind of stopping points And like first act, second act, third act Throughout, two episodes, two episodes, two episodes um, So yeah Overall, I, I, yeah I th- that's Those are my thoughts, I'm not going to talk in circles all day um, We're going to talk about a lot But obviously the first thing we have to talk about Is the mutant gene, like there's no beating around this That, that has to be that, that's, that's the big thing for the Marvel fans What? I mean, I I watched it And I fully was doing the Leo DiCaprio meme At (laughs) three Because I was like, hold on he said there's something in her genes And then he said there's a mutation I was like, hold on, does that mean Did I just I didn't even finish the scene I just hit rewind right away uh, And I watched it again I was like, wow, that was the X-Men theme song Uh, The animated series theme song. So, my mic is tapping my mic. Sorry for the (laughs) the sound there. Uh, That's obviously a pretty exciting thing, depending on your stance on Inhumans. Miss Marvel was an Inhuman in the comics. I've seen mixed reactions to that. Uh, A lot of people believe that Miss Marvel gained popularity because she was not overshadowed by X Men characters. That's definitely something to consider going forward. There are no X Men that we know of in the MCU. I mean, Xavier could have a secret team and a secret school as the school was kind of a secret in the beginning Xavier was not uh, a publicly a mutant in the beginning So maybe he's been secretly recruiting kids with powers, damage control set, another kid with superpowers So maybe he's been protecting them from damage control or other awful things that could happen to them But that's a whole different conversation I, I, where is
5: it, What is Neves, you're on the top of the screen, what do you think about the, the mutant gene of it all? That was the most surprising thing to happen in that show. I was like, where did that come from? I I, I literally thought that I was just like, I misheard it. And then like the music came on and I was like, wait a second. Are they for real? And like... It's really good. I, I like the fact that it's just such a small thing in the show though because like it doesn't overshadow the show. If they put it in in any other place of the show, that's everything. Like the whole story was wrapped up, everything was good and then it gave us a little bit of extra, right? A little bit of a little dessert at the end of the, a huge, amazing meal. Um, so I did like that. Um, but I don't know what to think, man. I don't know where it's going to go, man. I, I I don't know, but I I'm really hopeful. I don't think she will be overshadowed. I think she's just too popular. Deadpool is also like Mutant and he isn't overshadowed by the X-Men um, I think it'll be okay I, I think they know how to treat this character right
1: I for sure thought he was going to say Like there's something about you That's just inhuman <laughs> 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 That's what I thought <laughs> But we gotta I, be patient Gene.
3: I deeply expected this to be an inhuman drop So I was mm-hmm. like huh. So it was like so many feelings at once. Um, uh, So, you know, a part of me was hoping, I mean, last week it looked just like the Terra Genesis that you see on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I was like ready. Um, and, uh, And the thing is, it's like, you know me, I don't, really subscribe to the canon debate because everything's canon um now that the multiverse exists and while i wish agents of shield could be melded into our main universe i'm okay with it not being it it had a perfect seven season run well i'd love to see some of the characters back whatever. As much as I was excited about Inhumans, I can't not be excited about mutants. Are you freaking kidding me? I mean, my gosh. When he said that, my eyeballs melted out. I couldn't believe it. I didn't even hear the music because I was, like, screaming about the (laughs) bird. So, like... You know what? I'm as much like, even though it's not what I thought it was going to be, I'm still very happy. I I agree with Neebs. I don't think it's going to affect uh, her popularity or anything like that. Um, I am on board with what they are giving me um, and uh, mutants rise up.
1: I I, I feel like they didn't just do a whole Miss Marvel series just to put her in the background of an X-Men movie. Mm -hmm. You know, I, 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 I certainly hope not. Um, but we could do a whole episode talking about what this could mean for X-Men, how, where they could be. Are they on Krakoa? Are they like hiding out? Have they been here all along? Are they, you know, so that can, that's, that's a whole, that's a song that we need to press play on another time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anybody, I, I do have
4: to say I am happy because this means that the mutants aren't coming from the multiverse because I know that theory started around Dr. Strange. Mm. And I was like, that feels like too easy of a shortcut. And it feels it, like kind of doing the mutants a disservice if they all come from the multiverse i the way that i look at this whole situation i still don't entirely know how to feel about them making her a mutant because i do think i agree with what Brandon said of the fact that she is so popular is partially due to the fact that she wasn't introduced in an x-men book and then just an x-men supporting character like she was able to really thrive on her own but the way that i'm kind of looking at it is like all X-Men are mutants, but not all mutants are X-Men. And so just mm, because she can right. technically classify as a mutant, I don't think that necessarily means she's going to be completely folded into this world, going on Krakoa, being, doing all of this stuff with this group. I think it's just a way to classify who she is as a person in a way that makes sense in the universe.
5: So, I, I agree. I also think that there is a line where she goes, oh, it's just another label. She's saying like, oh, I'm I'm a brown woman. I'm a Muslim. Like, this is just one extra thing. It's not a big deal. So like, I don't think they're gonna play it up as much as possible. Like maybe it'll push the whole MTU storyline forward. But for her, this is just another label because like the story is always gonna be about her. So like, is
1: Wanda a mutant?
2: It seemed like it.
1: Yeah. It seems like it, I right? Because that. something similar, something had to unlock her powers. The way the bangle had to unlock. Mm. I don't.
3: I think that like the <coughs> comics, it's gonna. She's not gonna be a mutant like Wanda. It's gonna like reverse, like it did. I think it's all about that witch, Scarlet Witch history. Uh, the, I think that's my guess. But what do I know? <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the, let's talk about the credit scene miss marvel kamala seemed to like i don't know turn into a ball of spaghetti like reed Richards style <laughs> and get around uh in a blender real quick thrown into a closet and then she comes out as captain marvel there's a lot of debate was that them trading places or was that kamala shape-shifting because that's something she can do in comics i think they traded places traded places so,
3: yeah that's how they're gonna she, find each other. She... Wouldn't have been confused to look at her own bedroom photos. Exactly. Yeah. I also
4: think like it, it is probably weird for Carol to like not only trade places randomly because of some cosmic thing, but to wake up in a bedroom that is like trying to yourself like that had to be very weird. So I, I think they traded places. That is such an interesting thing because obviously there's nothing like this in the comics in terms of how Kamala and Carol meet. I half expected if Brie was going to be in this episode at all, it would be like this scene on the rooftop in the comics where they just kind of like talk to each other for the first time but this was such an unexpected way to do it and this also was probably my favorite captain marvel costume that we've ever seen i'm obsessed with the hair i'm obsessed with the jacket and the fingerless gloves jamie is cheering in her screen so i I feel vindicated there if if this is the aesthetic for the marvels i'm going to be so happy because this was like my favorite carol that Uh, i've seen at the mcu i gotta say she
2: looks so good and she does she does um I I was really really afraid during that final fight. I was like, please don't have her come in and like save yeah. them. Let Kamala God, figure God. this out on her own. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it didn't happen. So I was like, well, if it didn't happen here, how is it gonna? And then her getting weird flip flopped, airsham style, because that's what it looks like <laughs> to me. Was like how airsham them out of there at the end of freaking Eternals. Um, if I had a nickel for every time someone before this show said that the way they should have introduced her was just like the Avengers game where she basically reassembles all of them. And that's what happens. Well, guess what? It looks like the Marvels is going to be. It's going to be Brie and Tiana in a Winnebago going to get old girl from <laughs> wherever in space, wherever they are. That's what it looks like right now, at least from you know my point of view. So I'm ecstatic for that. I'm sure that's going to be a very terse spaceship ride. Very, very tense spaceship ride to go get her. Like, can't Carol just fly back to wherever she just was? I mean, probably, but I'm sure that she was in the middle of something important. That probably was a part of the disheveledness too. Like, wait, all
1: what? Sudden, all of a sudden Kamala's uh, mitigating a fight between a bunch of Korean scrolls. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Who are you? Why? What is going on? Everybody calm down.
3: I'm uh, I, I just loved like I, we wanted to see Brie but if she didn't show up it wouldn't have been that big of a deal it's one of those things where it's like cameos are great but it wouldn't have affected how I felt about the show but I, I think it was perfect because it was just a sprinkle and I love that we still haven't seen them meet it's something we have mm-hmm. to look forward to because that's something like we're all waiting for that and this was the tease and you guys know that I'm a night owl so at 1am when this <laughs> episode ended you know I watched Captain Marvel and stayed up until 3 o'clock yeah. watching wow. Captain Marvel because I was like yeah I'm ready what? <laughs> I'm just, I'm
1: just hyped. I love it. That that adds even more to the great the, the gratitude I have for you being with us in the morning. Seriously, <laughs> yeah Um, uh, all right. I want needs. I want to hear from you about because I one of my, the reason I found you as we talked about last week was about your your cultural Easter eggs you've been doing TikToks about. Mm-hmm. And after last week's show, we talked about something you saw in the wedding scene that just like meant so much to you. I'd love to hear like. When you're reading the discourse and you're talking to people in comment sections and you're seeing other people's conversations about Miss Marvel, like what has been your favorite thing to see people like learn about for the first time or just see from a new perspective that's like in a really
5: positive light? (sighs) You're gonna make me grind. Okay. Um so so in, in the wedding scene, there there is a scene where um they get married and they say takbir and Allahu Akbar. Like, I never realized that. I have never heard in media that word used the way it's meant to be used. Uh, usually it's word as a war cry or terrorism, but it's supposed to be a celebration. It's a celebration of God. It's like something amazing happens in your life. You say, God is great. It's, it's gratitude, right? That's what it's supposed to be for. That's what it's meant for, but we never seen that. And like, that was the first time I ever realized that I saw that on television and it was, I like. I got choked up, and it was really, really like an amazing feeling for me to see. Um, and I just love the way they portray the religion. Like in in the scene, even la- uh, last week, they talked about um, how he he says, "Oh, uh, I don't need anyone on my side. I don't even need God on my side. As long as I'm on, my, on God's side, right?" A preacher saying something like that, it is never heard because it's so like about peace and Islam, literally the religion of peace. That's what Islam translates to. And they're never shown that way ever. And like for people to finally see that, it was, it was amazing. It was just phenomenal to me. Like I was just like, yes, somebody gets us. And you know what, the best thing about this is that nobody gifted this to us nobody wrote this for us we wrote this story it's our own people we didn't no one gave this to us we earned it this representation that we have we earned it and like that is something to be so proud of and i think it really is like a testament to like years and years of like what we wish we wanted and we finally got i also want to point out like i I
1: know comment sections are filled with vitriol often and they talk about woke and all that kind of bullshit. To be honest, like, I want to point out, if you listen to what Dees just said and you hear the authenticity and the emotion of what he just said about seeing, you know, Muslims represented, seeing his culture represented. And also, if you, I've read your Twitter feed, like, you, 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 it's clear to me that you feel like people are paying attention to you. Like you're here on phase zero, but you got to do like that phase zero. Like we're just, we're a podcast. that talks about Marvel. You were on a national commercial. You have people coming to you, asking (laughs) you questions and celebrating your stuff. Like this is the effect this kind of thing has. So I don't want to hear like our community is very welcoming. So I feel like I'm just preaching to an echo chamber of people who are supportive anyway, but it's just like, I don't know that this is, it's not just like this story was organic. It fit the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is what the world looks like. I thought like, and it was just an opportunity to, tell a new type of story with new people who aren't already in the franchise that that's not that's just the way the world works that's just storytelling and yeah. i i love that so I, I like i'm happy for you and i also see your tweets that say like you it's been a fun ride i also like i i, I know what you mean by that. i know like you know you're like you're like oh miss marvel's done that we don't have something to talk about next week but but I, you're welcome to come on this show anytime you want, and uh, I,
5: would I, it, I, I would love it, man. I would love it. I like. I feel like I've been. It's just it isn't the fact that I'm like, oh, Miss battle's over. No one's gonna pay attention to me anymore. It's just like I am so satisfied with the level of work that I put out and the reaction that yeah. I got from it. I'm so satisfied that like I changed a few hearts and minds and I gave people more, uh, what you call, insight into my culture and my religion. I'm so satisfied with that that like if no one ever talks to me again, if no one ever references me again, I'm still I'll, I'll die happy. Because it was a great experience, I think.
1: I think people are going to continue coming to you. I mean, I, you're you're inc- like you're, you're incredibly knowledgeable, and like there's there's people there's people who have knowledge and passion, enthusiasm, and charisma, and they don't have all of them, and you do it perfectly on camera. So I don't know. I think I think <laughs> you keep it up, man. There might be
5: something here for you, but uh, we're happy to have you anytime you want on the show. So I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, I just, I, I just want to say one more thing. Um, one more thing that I love that like one last yeah. thing that they gave us one last big representation is they changed how she got her name and it's not from Carol Danvers. It's from her own culture. It's from her own name. No notes. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That sequence mm.
1: was great. That sequence was great. And you called that from the first episode too, that her, that her name and and like, Oh, the, well, the, the word Kamala means Marvel. Right? I saw yep. you, you called that earlier. You called that like in episode four, right?
5: Yeah, I called that an episode four because I was like, oh, the word Kamala translates to perfect, but in Urdu, we use it as, as marvelous. There's a word that says Kamala, which means that's marvelous. And I just put that in there because I know it's like something we use. And I was like, oh, cool little quinky ding." They put that in the show. I was like, people think I write for the show because like they don't know that. So, like, you know, at the end when they show the TikTokers, they're like, I was expecting you to be there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Marvel loves working with Marvel. I think Marvel gets paid pretty well by TikTok to include them in these movies. So <laughs> maybe maybe in season two Or somewhere else in the MCU They, they might give you a call for something um, All right, wh- well wh- The only other notes I had here about about Miss Marvel talking points were about the clandestine And damage control, like the fact that they had like The sonic boom cannon from, from The Incredible Hulk that I'm pretty sure was Stark Tech that they used in this, so that's a nice callback And Easter egg um, But uh, is there anything else we want to talk about from the show? I mean, I'll leave it open because these are all my notes I want to open it up to all you guys to see if there's anything you want to talk about
4: I will say when she said in I like I got pissed. that was such a perfect way to do that moment. I, I resigned myself to the fact that, like we might not get this in this show, but they did it so perfectly. And then I love in the montage of all the TikTokers, the real Willow Wilson, who co-created yes. Mala is, is among there because she's the one who's like, huh, she looks familiar. And I just I loved that little detail that like I was the Leo meme pointing at the screen at that. So there were so many little moments like that that just brought a tear to my eye. They were just so well done.
3: I would like to say that uh, I have come around a little on Bruno, but I'm still team Cameron. <laughs> but, uh... That's who she should be with. She should not be with Bruno. Um, wow. uh, that's uh, that's that's my two cents. Wow. <laughs> you know I got to bring up the romance. we're So going off of that, Jamie, I, I was
4: waiting for them to maybe set it up in season one, and they kind of did in like one scene. So in the, I mentioned this at like the start of the season, in the comics, um, Naki and Zoe get together. And so like, how would you I feel vi- about
3: that I, if that were to happen? <laughs> I vibe that in when she... In the end, in their little TikTok, I was like, "Am I sensing something?" But (laughs) but the thing is, I always sense something. Um, Yeah, that's my problem. Uh, I see what's going on. Yeah. Uh I, I can't, it's it's like, is that gonna be gay? Uh and so that's uh that's my um, you know, I could sit here and talk for five hours about why Tango and Cash is the gayest movie ever made. Like I just can't help myself. So um so yeah, I, I'm hyped, I'm ready, give me that romance. Just okay, let me just let some people kiss each other. Like that's you know, going back to Thor, like the oh, oh really, Tessa and Natalie, that movie is super gay. Okay, sure. Okay, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, when Jimmy <laughs> animated, I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh my
3: God. Sorry. I love you guys. I love you guys.
1: Uh, br- uh, Josh Harding, Bruno's dance skills, though, how would you not melt? I'm saying, White Boy at the wedding was not afraid to go in.
5: I know. He did a good job. <laughs>
1: Is that was that was that wedding like the the dances and everything that we saw there was that all well like
5: is that all accurately represented? Oh, me? yeah, you know what's really funny? There's this one scene where you see uh the girls practicing in the corner at the last minute, that's so accurate. I swear, you'll see people staying up the night before practicing and they're still practicing right before they're going on. It's it that's super accurate. I have a question. I remember there, I think this was episode three when Amr comes out and says makes says something about they put his family took all his shoes away yes yes that's a tradition what you do is you take the shoes of the groom and the groom has to pay to get them back because if he doesn't have his shoes he can't get married he can't leave uh
1: okay i because i didn't know what that meant but i was like that has to be a reference that i just like went over my head to like yeah yeah it's a tradition interesting that's cool thank you all right i mean that's that's all i've got about this i'm sure we'll have more thoughts on miss marvel as we sit with them longer and we've had more time to literally sleep in between watching it and uh, and talking about it but yeah if anybody else has anything the floor is yours otherwise i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap up the show and uh, I'm, I'm gonna read the comment section while you guys talk see if there's anything else to
5: bring up i just want to say one more thing um i really love the fact that they ended this show with a line from the Quran. It was, um, if you have saved one life, you saved all of mankind. That is one of the most incredible lines. And it's the reason, it's literally the reason I became a volunteer at a suicide hotline. That line I read and I was like, oh, I wanna save, let me save at least one life. And I have been a volunteer at a suicide hotline for like the last four years because of that line. And it's from the Quran and I'm so glad they put that in there.
1: that's amazing that you do that. Thank you for doing that work. That's amazing. Um, and that feels like a really good place to end our show. Uh, wow. That's awesome that you do that, man. Yeah. That's awesome. That you do that. Uh, Jenna, any, uh, any last words for today's show?
4: Um, just go read some comics Go read some Miss Marvel comics. There's so many great ones out there and yeah, I'm so excited for comic-con. I think that everyone is going to lose their minds. It's going to be great.
2: Aaron, what you got? Uh, it's at something like Hornet and I, I need a nap. I've been <laughs> emotional and up for five hours, six hours. It's not. It, I'm gonna crash later, but it's been great. Neve's brother, my man. When, when when Wakanda forever comes out, we have to compare notes. Let's not compare do it. notes. <laughs> Let's do it. You know, for real, if it wasn't for Wakanda,
5: we would not have Shang Chi. We would not have Miss Marvel. So we got to give props to where props are due. Mm. Jamie, any last words for
1: uh, episode 27 <laughs> of season two?
3: Oh yeah, I have a great recommendation for you all. I went to the theater this weekend and I saw Marcel the Shell with shoes on Ooh. and it was the sweetest, most wholesome film I have seen in a, a long time. Um, not counting the wholesomeness of Miss Marvel, that's a TV show. There's a lot of wholesome content happening and I love it. Um, I, it was funny and heartwarming. And uh, if you get the chance to see it in theaters, I recommend it.
1: I wanna see that one. Uh, Neves, dude, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you have anything else you want to share, the
5: floor is yours. Otherwise, we're going to wrap up the show. Nope that uh, that's all. I mean, I could say so much, but um, <laughs> I, I'm just glad you guys had me on. Thank you so much, man. I really, really appreciate it. You guys are amazing. Your community is amazing. I'm reading the comments and like I'm trying not to cry because everyone's so nice.
1: Yeah, I, I'm really proud of the 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 Fazio community is is really just a great group of people. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm really proud of what we've been able to create here. That was one of the goals from the first episode and it keeps growing and welcoming in new people. And Neves, thank you for being a part of the family, dude. Thank you. All right, y'all. Uh, we'll be back next week with our last pre-Comic-Con episode. SDCC is going to be insane. I, I really, your expectations should be big for that Comic-Con panel. And I do believe they will be met. Uh, and we will, we will figure out a way to put together a bonus episode Saturday night. Uh, I believe we'll be able to do it live uh, but we're still figuring that out. So maybe I shouldn't make any promises that I don't know if our team can keep <laughs> and put unnecessary pressure on the Richards, Johns and Peters of the world because they already work really hard. Uh, so thank you, Richard, John, Peter. Thank you, Neves, Aaron, Jenna, Jamie. Thank you, Phase Zero community. We'll see you in a week. Later.